This podcast of the news with Gene Valicenti on WPRO is sponsored by DAI Restore. Fire, water, smoke, mold. When disaster strikes your home or business, call the disaster relief experts at DAI Restore, a locally owned family business with over 40 years of experience. They're for you 24-7. When disaster is at your door, call DAI Restore. Yeah, yeah, good morning, fellas. Listen, I've had enough with these politicians in Rhode Island. I'm going to tell you something. You say it yourself. We as drivers, I'm a truck driver. We as drivers on this road, we took the medicine. It is what it is. I, uh, uh, LVD, he, uh, I'm sorry, Peter, um, the director of DOT, made a choice, saved my life. I use that bridge east and westbound every day. This is Ask the DOT with Rhode Island DOT Director Peter Alvedi, sponsored by DAI Restore. Smoke, water, fire, mold. DAI does that. Now, here's Gene Valicenti on WPRO. King of the road. We've been doing it uh, once a week for the past uh, eight or nine years, I believe. Ask the DOT. Good times, bad times. Your DOT Director Peter Alvedi comes on to take your questions. Now, we got a real compliment from the truck driver who says he saved my life. I got to tell you, Peter, you've taken uh, you've taken uh, a drubbing though on the other side. There are people calling for your head. There are people suggesting conspiracy theories that you didn't that you only closed the bridge because after you opened the Henderson Bridge that you held off till the Army Navy game. So the so that it's mixed today. But I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. Good morning, DOT Director Peter Alvedi. Good morning, Gene. Some of the questions I think have been fair. I've made a list. I want to run through a quick lightning round. Just give me some short answers because then the point of having you on is to talk directly to the people at 438-9776. Peter, putting salt down on the roadways as opposed to a substitute, does that aggravate the problems? Is that why we're at where we're at with the pin and everything else rusting? Salt is, is always an issue with regard to operation and main, maintenance of bridge structures, as we have many of. Uh, what we have done in the last several years for the first time at DOT is we've bought specialized equipment that washes the bridges down. We need to continue to use um, salt because it's still the most effective um, de-icing compound. But we couple that with a good maintenance program that cleans and washes um, the bridges uh, at the end of each season to wash off any residue. Okay. In addition, we've ordered, we have already on order, we're waiting to receive some new sweeping equipment that we'll be able to deploy between storms on bridges to keep it. But we're also designing bridges now, Gene, in a way that prevents the salt in the water from intruding into and around particularly critical components of bridges like these pins and uh, the new construction methods and um, materials that we're using in case these kind of um, uh, structural members in a way that prevents them from being affected by the weather and the um, and the salt. You know, the older structures we still have in our inventory, we're working through them to get them all in a modern state, you know, you know that. I mean, we we built in the last seven, rebuilt, reconstructed uh, nearly three hundred bridges that were in similar shape to this one, and we're going to keep doing that. All right, Peter. Uh, just let me run through this quick sort of lightning round. If if you could give me the tight answers, that may be unfair of me asking you for tight answers, but we've got such a heavy volume of calls today. 
And these are just called questions that I felt were fair. All right, you've answered the salt. You still use salt, but you also wash it down with a component. Uh, after the July, ins- the July inspection of the pin, when you felt it was going to be replaced in a year, you could get another year. Should you have done bi-monthly inspections after that? When was the next inspection scheduled? So I have, uh, I have a comprehensive, or we have at DOT, a comprehensive inspection plan. That's, and the frequency of that is monitored and uh, determined by the uh, the experts that we have. We have outside experts and structural engineers inside DOT that work together to develop these uh, recommendations. No recommendation like that was made. The plan that we have in place has worked. Uh, it was never in place before. We never inspected bridges as comprehensively or as frequently as we do now. Um, what happened between then and now, uh, my experts are telling me, was a sudden and violent kind of load that was imposed on, on this particular component. That's what the experts are telling me. Okay. Uh, I know that doesn't fit with uh, political or other kind of bloodlust kind of scenarios that some people have. It never will. The truth seldom does. But the truth of the matter is that my engineers, all experts, uh, that viewed that report in July, uh, did not recommend for it to be replaced. Uh, we're keeping that, we keep an eye on all of our bridge structures. Uh, you know, you remember when I first got to DOT, I asked for a comprehensive inspection of every single bridge so that we knew exactly what the, what the uh, condition of them were, and we repeat that. Uh, over the last seven years on a rotating basis and and inspect every bridge as frequently as they need be, some more frequent than others, depending upon their condition. Uh, In this case, between that inspection and today, something happened. That's what my experts are telling me. Now, in in addition to creating new management structure and new policies and new bridges at DOT, I implemented a new management structure that's based on two things. There are only two things at DOT that can get you in trouble and possibly fired. The first and foremost, I practice and I and I ask all of my employees to practice is be truthful in what you're doing every single day. If you're not, that's reason to get fired. The second is as soon as you find out something is going wrong whether it's caused by you or another person or uh, something that's uncontrollable, like this particular event was. Mm-hmm. Bring it to the attention of your immediate supervisor. That way you're not having to find a solution by yourself. We'll get a team together to solve the problem with you quickly and help you. And that's exactly what happened here. The system worked. And I'm going to continue to employ that system of truth, honesty, and immediate attention, um, and keep fixing bridges. Mm. Um, Peter, the catastrophic event, what do you suspect it might have been? A truck overloaded, a changing of lanes, an accident? What do you, do you, have, a, do you have an inkling of what that catastrophic event might have been? There's a, I mean, there's a whole category of events that could have caused that. Um, those kinds of forensics 
is what I'll leave again to the experts who will be studying this mm-hmm. to try and determine what kind of a group. I don't know that we'll ever actually find out the event uh, because it wasn't severe enough to cause an a actual violent failure of some kind that would have would have been coupled with it. Uh, for example, in, in Pennsylvania, uh, a, a, a heavily loaded uh, fuel truck uh, was in a collision that caused it to catch on fire. It caught the bridge on fire. And of course, that whole event was uh, very highly uh, advertised and filmed. So we, we pretty much know uh, the sequence of events that led to the failure of that bridge. Those kinds of events are easy to know, but uh, these are more subtle. And we have many, many bridges uh, that we have had this kind of thing happen to that we have caught. Uh, as I, you know, I've been saying all along, we've had hundreds, nearly a thousand bridges in our inventory uh, seven years ago that were in a state of structural deficiency, many of them like this one. Uh, And we have and we have resources that we're applying as the resources become available to fix them. Um, And many people say we've got too many projects going and fixing too many. Well, we're we're doing so many and we're doing them as quickly as we can because of the urgency of of situations like this. Okay, Uh, I'm going to take some calls and then I'll continue to work my way through this through this list. Uh, Those are some initial answers. This is the story. uh, they thought they could get another year out of the pin. The recommendation was there was no recommendations to come back with two month in, uh, inspections after that. Uh, fast forward, we know what happened. There was some sort of catastrophic event. This is the this is the best that the DOT is providing for us right now. All right, let's go to your calls uh, for Peter Alvedi at four three eight nine seven seven six. Go ahead, Tom. Go. Jeff and Cranston. Go ahead, buddy. Jeff, you're on with the DOT director. Go. Hi, Route 2 North, New London Ave at uh, the Howard Complex there, the uh, entrance to the ACI. The light seems to be a little bit shorter than it is southbound. Is there any way you could extend that northbound because it really backs up a lot? Yeah, we sure can. I, let me let me have our traffic engineers to find out uh, why that's happening. If it needs to be adjusted, we'll certainly adjust it. Thanks for the heads up. Next. Paul in Woonsocket. Paul, go ahead. You're on the radio. You have my faith, Mr. Director. Two things. One, everyone in Rhode Island needs to Google Route 95, Mianus River Bridge, Greenwich, Connecticut, bridge collapse, 1983, and then get on your knees and be thankful we didn't have that kind of disaster. Second, Representative Chippendale wants the House Oversight Committee to look at this, like the House Oversight Committee in Washington. What's he going to do, blame it on the Bidens? Thank you. I don't. Chippendale would like oversight committees at the state house, not in Washington. Though it did come up in congressional hearing in Washington by Representative Auchincloss in Bristol County, Massachusetts, who questioned the uh, highway administrator yesterday. Uh, uh, Peter, you'll accept compliments and complaints. It's uh, it's mixed out there, but as yep. we say, this is the business we've chosen. Next, uh, we've got Stephen Warwick ahead. Steve, go ahead. You're on a radio. Yeah, Peter, I would like to know why the state. Is using a contractor who's under a state indictment on a bridge that affects thousands of people every day. And in this contractor's um, contract, it says he can't be prosecuted. How come we're using this guy who's under state indictment? All right. Is this Barletta, Peter? Yes. Okay. We um, had trouble with them before with the fill up on 146. Why are we using them again? That's a fair question. 
Okay, they, Barletta, from the standpoint of constructing bridges uh, on all of the projects they're working on, are on time, on budget, and performing in accordance with um, the contract specifications before ever issuing uh, any awarding any of these contracts, particularly ones that involve court cases. Um, I, our department always checks with the Federal Highway Administration, the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office in this case, the uh, Attorney General's Office. And we ask the question, should we be withholding the award of this contract? At the time of this award, um, I'm not sure where those cases were or even if they existed, but wherever they were and however they existed, in in the case of companies like this, we ask those questions of the oversight uh, legal agencies that may be bringing actions. In all cases, they said, go forward with your contract, go um, and have the work done. And that's what we're doing. Fact of the matter is, on all of the on all of the matters that um, that are important to getting bridges built, uh, the company is doing their job competently and on time and within the budget that we've set. Um, if they offend that in the contract we have with them, certainly action would be taken. But so far, uh, we have not received word not to award uh, the contract, or we had not when this was awarded to them. They're also partnering up with Aetna, which is another uh, locally-based company, so they're not doing the whole job alone. That's your answer. Next question for Peter Alviti. Arthur in South Kingstown. Did you say Arthur? Arthur, go ahead, buddy. Arthur, go ahead. Director, um, thanks for your transparency and your very thick skin. Don't ever leave us. Uh, I think that the politicians should stay out of this until uh, the, the crisis is over. And also, um, do, the, do the citizens of Rhode Island realize that you haven't had one uh, bond issue that's always been related to trans- transportation? I think you're doing an impeccable job and keep up the good work. But finally, if you can, if you can uh, spare any of your folks, uh, it looks like your Route 1 uh, repaving in uh, Charlestown and Westerly is done. Um, but the signals are, uh, looks like they're still on a timer versus a sensor. Because every yeah. time you get to the light, the, the the right turn lane always goes on, and there's nobody there. So that would be great. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Peter. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that information. Uh, yes, uh, that was under construction, and some of the traffic loops were affected by the new paving. I'm going to get uh, a schedule because this came up once before. I'm going to get a schedule to see uh, why it's taking so long to get those loops back working. Uh, I'll have my project managers look look at that, get some get some action out there, and uh, I'll report back on it to you. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks, Peter. Stay with us. Quick break. We'll be right back with more of your questions for the DOT director. Ask the DOT. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. 
The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Uh, let's go back to the phones from Asta DOT, DOT Director Peter Alvedi on with us next. Uh, John in the truck. Hello. John, go ahead. You're on with the radio. Go. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, we was talking about a catastrophic event. That bridge suffered a, a flood. I just can't remember when it was. Maybe that's something we should look at. Uh, Peter, are you, that, do you recall having a flood on that? Well, I, th- I think it's referring to the river below may have a- may have affected. There may have been something violent that happened in the water below it. Um, that's very, uh, I'm sure it's something that the engineers will be considering. So, in other words, the engineers are going to be might be able to, and underscore might be able to give us a best guess on what the catastrophic event was. I mean, we always look at these kinds of events and and do forensic kinds of study on them to see uh, what could have been the problem. Um, just from my experience and my in dealing with these kinds of issues yeah. for the last few decades, sometimes you don't find out exactly what happened, but at least you can get a category of um, the kinds of events that could have cost. Uh, that could have caused this. Okay. And we'll certainly be looking. Right now, it's all hands on deck and all expertise is being used to correct the problem. And I think, you know, the governor hit the nail on the head. Uh, this is a time when we look um, to getting everything fixed and back in order and get out of a, the state of emergency and disruption that we're currently facing. Okay. Um, when cooler heads prevail, and all of the, uh, and we have the time and the expertise to be able to devote to that, we will certainly be looking at you know a forensic analysis of the structural of this particular structural component to try and determine what kind of category of events may have triggered that uh, sudden kind of failure in the the way that this this happened. Okay. Uh- the catastrophic event weakened, it snapped the pin. It looks like a clear shear right through it. That weakened yeah. the one next to yeah. it, and subsequently it was a domino effect. Peter, how many pins did we get down to? Was it one or two supporting the entire structure? That thing really could have gone into the water. That's not an overstatement. Yep. No, it isn't. There, there are several of those pins across the bridge. My recollection is they're on the order of, on that side of the bridge, um, eight others like this. Uh, or eight altogether, not sure. Um, and of them, about six of them were severed. So there were two still left. And the two, as a matter of fact, are in the part of the bridge that we, we has been deemed safe to use for emergency purpose. And we're using that though that part of the, this span to be able to transport people quickly back and forth to hospitals. But um but on the in the area of the bridge that severed, yeah, there were several of them that severed. And you're absolutely right. In older bridges like this, if you look at the life cycle curve of a typical bridge, um, it can remain in a deficient condition for many, many years and still be useful and productive. Um, but as it reaches the end of its life, uh, 
a a sudden impact or a kind of catastrophic event like what may have happened to this one uh, could cause a small failure, maybe on one of the pins, and then that compounds, that weakens the structure enough to affect an adjacent one. Mm -hmm. And then when those two are gone, they affect two more. And then when those two more are are affected, that'll affect four more, and it compounds like that uh, pretty quickly. Okay. Uh, But... As I said, you know, the the culture that we have um, encouraged and and worked to implement into our project management staff and the way they conduct their projects uh, is that if anybody recognizes a problem or an issue, whether it be structural like this one or with construction materials or with um, anything, uh, bring it to the attention of your immediate supervisor. Then you have two heads, and he'll bring it to the attention, or she will bring it to the attention of others, experts, and then you have a group, and then you have the whole department, and then you have me, and then you have the government, uh, okay. the governor, and the whole of government working on it. That's exactly what happened here. Uh, the the command and control structure that the governor put in place and that we put in place in the department actually works. And it worked in this case. All right, Peter, listen, uh, there are calls for oversight investigations. This is what the politicians do. I don't think they're that unreasonable. Have you heard about this? Have you been notified? Will you participate? You know, and I'm not going to get into that uh, now, Gene. I'm going to, but I will say this. Um, our doors and our windows and our records and our people and I have been readily available to answer any questions that any of the state legislators have, including um, the one you just spoke to. Um, He and the others have always, if they had a question, contacted me, and I got them answers, honest answers, and uh, in many cases provided the help that they needed in their particular district. We're going to continue doing that. We've done that all along. The, the rep that you had on could have uh, easily just called if he had a question. It would have been answered for him. Um, I'm not going to comment on what, you know, kind of political bloodlust he'd like to pull from this. But I do know that um, the governor um, is the quintessential leader in this case. Uh, he's supporting the people that are doing the work, that are getting things back in order. Um, and asking all of the right questions of us, and we're providing him with answers that hopefully help guide his decision-making. Okay. And that's that's happening. It's working. He is taking active participation in this, and uh, we're getting the work done. I think, I think it exemplifies the right kind of management in, governor, gover- in, in the governor and in government in that we're, we're getting it fixed in record time faster than any of the other states that people have been having fun comparing us to. We're actually doing it faster than and better than any of the other states. And that, and that comes from the kind of management that we can uh, apply to these problems. Okay. Um, you're, referring Gene, to, uh, I, rep, gonna, you're referring to Rep Mike Chippendale, the minority leader who was on with me earlier. Yeah who is calling for oversight yep. uh, and that doesn't, doesn't buy team. some of the explanation put forward. Peter, hold it, save it for after the break. I'll let you continue uh, your thought. And uh, if people want to hear what Mike Chipmendale told me earlier today, just go to the podcast, 99.7 FM WPRO. It's right there. 
Bill Hadman is right there with us, and Peter's going to stick with us. We're going to ask the DOT is going to roll on. We'll take more of your questions at 438-9776. Peter, uh, just to recap. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Quickly, uh, the emergency fix to get traffic moving in both directions, that, that's open in this weekend. Anything specific on that or not yet? Just look for the weekend? Um, it's still a weekend. I'll be. That's one of the reasons I have to run because okay. my next meeting with my project manager is to get an update on the timing of that um, to try and be more specific so we can make the necessary announcements to the people so they know when they can begin using that. Okay. But it will, it will be this weekend. All right. With regard to the permanent fix, so you still got a three-month timetable on that, or are you going to tell us that's going to be done sooner too? Right now, right now, it's still the three months, uh, but they've only started working on that, uh, you know, since Monday when they started working on that in parallel with the with this bypass lane. Um, now more resources will be put on that also, and we'll. And our project manager will be concentrating on working with the design build team to get that designed and built, rebuilt very quickly. And we'll try and compress that three-month uh, period down uh, to a shorter period. And, and we'll report out on it as that happens. All right. I think you're going to be with the governor later today. I think he's got another briefing. At some point, there will be a forensic yeah. team assigned to try to tell us what the catastrophic event might have been to the best of your ability. That's to come later. Uh, Peter, I'll let you go. Thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you next week. Ask the DOT. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Gene. Be safe. You too. 837. Do you want to uh, do the follow-ups? you have the follow-ups? I will do the follow-ups. I was just going to get to that. Um, uh, you go to a quick break. Let me let me pull the follow-ups uh, because uh, i got to adjust over here. Yeah. You, you never want to adjust. No. It's never good when you have to no, adjust. You don't want to adjust. Fly. You want to stick to the way you are. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Um, I think, actually, I think I got him. All right. Uh, Diane from East Providence asked if there would be access onto North Broadway from the Henderson Bridge. The answer is yes. At some point, it's coming. It'll be finished by next spring. Danny from Providence claims lighting is non-existent when traveling on Route 4 to 95 all the way up, all the way up to Jefferson Boulevard a few weeks ago. Maintenance repaired corded wires and connections, shorted circuits within the antiquated highway lighting system. Within the next few weeks, they're scheduled to make similar repairs for Route 4. Uh, let there be light. It's coming, Danny. Paul from Woonsocket suggested that a sign be moved from Charles Street to Mineral Spring in North Providence to better, design, better designate how to get on onto 146. DOT agrees with you, and they're putting a sign in place within the next two weeks. Melissa from Warwick 
who lives in Pilgrim Estates in Warwick, said ongoing construction is causing extreme delays, especially as she attempts to turn off 117 into her neighborhood. Rhode Island Energy is currently installing a new gas main. The work should last through the winter. After that, they'll resurface it. You'll need to be patient. Jean from Warwick was concerned about making her way around the new Massasoit Avenue area of East Providence. The area is still under construction. Although they rebuilt and opened a bridge and built a new roundabout, we are not yet done with the project. Carol from SK reported pretty big potholes on Kingstown Road heading toward the town beach in South Kingstown. The maintenance facility in Bellevue... The maintenance forces from the Belleville facility took care of those potholes the day after she called. Tony from North Providence called again to check on the status of sidewalk repairs. When would they be done before the winter? 1,200 block of Route 246 in North Providence. They're on track to be done before the winter. Stand by. Tim from his car, can you reposition the no turn on red sign at the intersection of Routes 3 and 138 in Richmond? It's facing the wrong way. The answer is the sign is in the right place. We put it there because people were treating it like a free right turn. It's not. The rent stays the same. Finally, Mary from Middletown asked if the Gano Street exit, 195 West, is open. Yes, it's open from time to time as part of the Washington Bridge Project. We may need to close it at night, but it will be open during the day. However, Mary, you know that between the time you asked the question and the answer today, that's all changed. Those are your follow-ups as promised. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. 